I'm like, I want to read that one too. Too. <laughs> oh, I like your giant list. I know. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready, or do you want to add one more on and call it an even eighty? That could have been what I was doing. <laughs> guys here's what's coming up next week on january 10th we will be playing a game of bookish would you rather with special guest leah from ya book chat we had a blast and we think you will too then on january 17th we have our patreon pick episode this month it's the tattooist of auschwitz don't forget to check out our patreon we have all sorts of cool perks available from our mini series and monthly episode picking poll to bookmarks and books from our tbrs Check out all the cool perks at patreon.com slash the book life podcast. We hope you consider supporting us if you can, and we're incredibly grateful to all of you for listening in every week. Thank you. Speaking of thank yous, we want to send a huge thank you and shout out to our patrons, Ronnie, the Pirate Queen, and Sam and Megan from the Literary Lushes podcast. May your problems always be fictional. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to the Book Life Podcast with your host, myself, Mo, my best friend, Abby. Tonight, we are talking about our 2022 goal list. So, uh, recap, last time we talked about how well we did. Um, you know, we averaged about 50% each, I think. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, guys. Spoiler alert for myself. I definitely put 77 books on my I really want to read these books this year list. And I have entirely no expectations i will reach the 100 percent mark and i'm okay with that but these are the books that have most excited me uh, i'll let you also know that my 2022 list was 150 books until i whittled it down okay so i cut half of my list to calm it down i am very proud of you for getting rid of half that list because they sounded all so good it was a struggle but don't worry i just moved those books to 2023 there you go <laughs> mm-hmm all right, Abby. Well, let's get started on yours. And how are you going to tell us your books this year? Okay. So last year I had about 41-ish books on my list. I ended up with 41 on my list again this year. And even though I didn't <laughs> complete my list last year, I took a slightly different approach this year. So about half my list is very like specific books that I want to read. The other half of the list is I want to read something from this author. And I felt as a mood reader, that will give me more leeway. That'll be an easier list for me to complete because I know I like these authors. I know I want to read something of theirs, but most of them have like multiple books that I have not read. And I wanted to leave that open for myself. (laughs) Noble goal. Very proud of you. Good job. Yeah, I was really trying. I was trying so hard. I thought a lot about this. <laughs> well, and I forget that you're a mood reader versus I am a more concrete structured. It's definitely my, not like super type A, but it's definitely like my slightly more type A than your, don't have, you don't have much type A in you, honestly. Yeah, I'm a mood reader. You're the reader that will go, okay, I'm going to read this book and you'll read it. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. And I mean, like I'm, I, I struggle with putting books into a uh, TD, TDR. No, no, did not finish. Did DNF. DNF. Thank you. I was like, what are the acronyms for this one? Wow. <laughs> I'm having a blonde moment. Yeah. So 
And I struggle to do that. Like if I'm going to read a book, I commit to my book. Like guys, I have, it is the 30th. I have two more days. I am currently listening to the stone sky, but NK Jeminson because I have to look at my kids are not home, purge their toys, put away the Christmas stuff and work on some cleaning projects while the kids are at my parents. And in the evenings, I am currently 49% of the way through Crooked Kingdom. Thank God the book finally picked up and is now having some, oh crap moments. So I'm like, whoa, I must keep reading. So I can finally dedicate like, I'm going to finish these last two books. And I swear to God, guys, I've been reading Crooked Kingdom since January, but I, by God, am going to finish this book. Sorry, <laughs> that you've been reading it since January. I would have long since given up on it. I'm like, it has to, well, okay. You, you have encouraged, it's mostly your fault. We'll blame you, okay? I'm sorry. You told me, like, it's good. It's good. It's kind of like when reading Renegades, book two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, Abby, this book is, I'm like, I can't read this. Keep going, Mo. I am so bored. Keep, just push through. Okay. It's the same thing. So, and it's a duology. So I don't think it's suffering from really second book of Itis, but. I don't know. It, it, the beginning just kind of just did not float my boat. And it is, I don't know. I know there's a lot of plot being set up and I got some good world building and some backstory, which rejuvenated my love of reading this book. And I was like, fine, fine. We shall continue. Well, I'm glad you finally got to that point. Um, I'm kind of sorry for continuing to tell you that it was good since it's been taking you so long, but I'm glad it picked up for you eventually. I don't think you're sorry. I'm a little sorry. Not like wholly sorry, but I'm a little sorry. Fine, fine. (laughs) All right. So the other thing I did for this list. Okay, guys, I have an embarrassing number of physical books that I have not read. (laughs) Sorry. I won't let I finally got bookshelves again and I put all my books on them and there's like 170 plus books, just physical books that I own that I have not read. Wait, how Is many again? A, over 170. Someone has a book buying problem and her name is Abby. So I have kind of banned myself from just buying books in general this coming year I'm going I plan to buy like things that need to be pre-ordered at this point that are on this list or continuations of series like the next Mercy Thompson I will be buying that when it does eventually come out but like in general I'm just not buying books this this next year because I can't I can't do this I have to read the books I have (laughs) So I also made a point of making sure that a lot of these books were ones that I already owned. So on this list, there are only nine books that I don't own. One I have borrowed from Mo, and seven of the others have to be pre-ordered or will be pre-ordered. So I I think that's pretty good. We'll start right at the top. uh, The Dragon's Promise, which is book two of the Six Crimson Cranes duology by Elizabeth Lim. This will be coming out... Probably this summer. I'm very excited for it. I love Six Crimson Cranes. So, yay. There's Soul Taken, which is Mercy Thompson number 13. It was supposed to initially come out in March, but Patty, I guess, was just in a writing slump and needed more time. 
fine by me. If authors need breaks, that is perfectly fine. This woman has been giving us a book a year for over a decade now. (laughs) She's been cranking them out. And then again, cranking them out. And I'm just like, ma'am, you take those extra months, please take a break. As long, like, as long as the book is as high quality as all the others have been, you take as much time as you need because, you know, authors are human too. Mm, I loved her book like what, what, that we read, Wild Science this year. So mm-hmm. good. Oh, so good. So the new theoretical date is sometime in June, I believe, but it has been said on like her fan pages on Facebook and whatnot that it might be sooner than that, depending on how things go. So we'll see. The Lord of Demons by Evan Winter, which is book three of The Burning. I'm not entirely convinced it's actually coming out this year. There's no release date on it yet. So if it comes out this year, I'll read it. If it doesn't, I'll just wait until whenever it does come out, I guess. (laughs) But I'm excited about that one. I really want it. There's Four Aunties and a Wedding by Jess Kisutanto. This is the follow-up book to Dial A for Aunties which we read this past year and loved. It was hilarious. And I cannot wait to read this one. It comes out in March. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) And then I actually read the third Murderbot book uh, a couple days ago, finished it. And uh, that was wonderful. I loved it. I'm going to be reading Murderbot books four, five, and six this year. Um, Exit Strategy, Network Effect, and Fugitive Telemetry. I actually have uh, four and five, six is on back order, literally everywhere. So I'm just waiting for more of them to be printed and sent out, I guess. Um, but I will eventually own it when it gets to me. Then I'm going to read the Binti trilogy. There's Binti, Home, and The Night Masquerade. And these are um, much shorter books like the Murderbot ones, but they sound really interesting. I'm going to read... A Psalm of Storms and Silence by Rosanna Brown. This is the second book in the duology. The first book was A Song of Wraiths and Ruin, which I did read this past year. And very good, very good. Lilac Girls by Martha Hall Kelly, which is historical fiction. Graceling by Kristen Cashor. This is one of those that I've just like heard really good things about and I own it, so I want to read it. Uh, House of Salt and Sorrows by Aaron C. Craig, which is, I guess, a loosely, a loose retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Uh, no, no. I think House of Salt and Sorrow, it, it is a fairy tale retelling. It, it, mm, mm, which one is it? I don't think it's Beauty and the Beast though. Oh, 12 Dancing Princesses? Yeah, thank you. I think it's that one. one. I was like, I was like, crap. I know this because I read it yesterday. <laughs> It took me a sec. Yes, it's a loose retelling of 12 Dancing Princesses, so I'm very interested in that. The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill. This is a middle grade, and it just sounds so fun. I think, was that one that you found and recommended? Because I can't remember. How did we find that one? I saw it on Instagram, I think, and I liked the Oh, yeah, you must have found it. Yeah, you must have found it. You like the cover or buying books by the cover from Instagram. (laughs) Uh, The new way to shop for your books. Yeah, you must have shared it with me. Anyway, I won't spoil. You know, that is on my list. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm definitely interested in that one. Erotic Stories for Punjabi Widows by Bali Kaur Jaswal. Mo raved about this book so much that I decided I had to read it this year. The House with Chicken Legs by Sophie Anderson. This is the first of three in a series 
I want to at least read the first one. I just, okay, I bought it because of the cover. Another, another one because of the cover. I'm like, this is another. Abby's like, I love this because of the cover. The cover, but I have no regrets. It is gorgeous and whimsical and it's so pretty. It's a Baba Yaga story, all right? (laughs) It's going to be fun. Um, (laughs) Little Thieves by Margaret Owen. This is another fairy tale retelling, yes? Um, Little Thieves? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. What's it a retelling of? I don't know, Abby. It's, it's, it's on my... I can only tell you it's a retelling one because it's on my retelling list. <laughs> you, you didn't tell me to be specific on, on these. Okay. I'm looking it up. Let's see. Let's see. Who can find it faster? Ah, uh, the Goose Girl. Ah, okay. So Little Thieves is a retelling of the Goose Girl. And I like the Goose Girl story because there's aren't as many retellings of it. So I'm interested to see what she did with this. I did read The Merciful Crow by her this past year and I enjoyed it. And then Gods of Jade and Shadow by Sylvia Moreno. Oh man, I want to add that. I want to add that to my list now. What, Gods of Jade and Shadow? Yes, I just looked at the cover. I'm like, damn it. I want to read that one too. Oh, it looks so cool, right? <laughs> I can't add more stuff to my list. <laughs> Uh, so gods of jade and shadow by sylvia moreno garcia uh this one the jazz age is in full swing but casapia tune is too busy cleaning the floors of her wealthy grandfather's house to listen to any fast tunes nevertheless she dreams of a life far away from her dusty small town in southern mexico a life she can call her own yet this new life seems as distant as the stars until the day she finds a curious wooden box in her grandfather's room she opens it and accidentally frees the spirit of a mayan god of death he requests her help in recovering his throne from his treacherous brother Ferrier will mean Ooh, Casapia's demise, but success could make her dreams come true. In the company of a strangely alluring god and armed with her wits, Casapia begins an adventure to take her across the country odyssey from the jungles of the Yucanan to the bright lights of Mexico City and into the deep darkness of the Mayan underworld. Ooh, I want to read it. Doesn't that sound so good? Dang it. Dang it, dang it, Abby. I can't add more stuff to my list. I know. This is one of those that like I bought last year with the intention of reading it and I never got around to it. And I'm just like, it sounds so good. I need to read it this year. And then Cytonic by Brandon Sanderson. This is the third in the uh, Skyward series trilogy. I think it's a series. There's a fourth book that should come out eventually. Skyward. Oh my God. I love this series so much, guys. I can't wait to read Cytonic. (laughs) I was kind of hoping because I read the audiobooks for the first two. I was kind of hoping my library would come up with the third one. I'm going to wait a few more months and see if it happens. And if it doesn't, I'll just borrow the physical book and read it because, oh, the cliffhangers, the cliffhangers. (laughs) Anyway, then I want to read The Faithless Hawk by Margaret Owen. It's the second of the duology that I started this year. Same author as Little Thieves. So apparently I want to read a couple of her books this year. Uh, Daughter of the Moon Goddess by Su Lin Tan. This is one that I had to pre-order. It comes out sometime in January, I think. But it's Asian-inspired fantasy. And I guess it starts with the main character is the Daughter of the Moon Goddess. And she's living on the moon, being hidden from some other powerful god or something. I was like, oh, this sounds like a great setup. I really want to look. I really want to read it. 
A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. Again, Mo has just been going crazy about this one and loved it so much. She bought the physical books and read them and then handed me the first two because she was reading the third one. (laughs) So I have the first two of the trilogy. I will read at least the first one. (laughs) Midnight at the Blackbird Cafe by Heather Weber. This is one that our book club picked out to read and Mo called it whimsical. And any book that you call whimsical, I'm immediately going to want to (laughs) read. Um, literally it's like, okay, guys, if you have watched, I'm not like a super big TV watcher, but I got really into Heart of Dixie because my sister-in-law really liked it. So it was something we watched together and bonded over. And Heart of Dixie is a Southern charm chick, uh, TV show, probably WB at this point where a doctor moves into a Southern town and it, it, it gave me Heart of Dixie vibes. And it also gave me practical magic vibes. So it's like these two things have melded together and I'm just like, Oh, I love it. It was just, I mean, there was a few loose ends that weren't tied up, which is all right, but it's still the heart of the story was just wonderful. See you guys. You see why I want to read this this year. <laughs> so that'll probably be the next physical book that I pick up. As soon as I get through my current one, I would like to read illuminate by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. That's the other guy. I don't know what it's about, but I read the first two of the Aurora Cycle. I am going to eventually read the third one of the Aurora Cycle, and I loved them. I really enjoy their writing style together. They mesh so well. Like, you can't tell which author was writing which part. (laughs) And I love that. And so the fact that they did so well on those, and it was sci-fi, it's great. You'd enjoy it. But mm, I love the it. fact that they did so well on that made me go, man, I want to read more of their stuff. So I own Illuminae and I would like to read it. <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me I need to add another book, a roar cycle. Sure. Add one more book to your book list, Mo. I'll just knock you back up to a hundred. It's fine. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, like it's already crept up. Like anyway. Anyway, Star Daughter by Shveta Thakrar. This sounds really interesting. It literally, the main character is the daughter of a star. And that's all I needed to know. <laughs> um, I believe it's a standalone, but oh, it just sounds so good. The cover's so pretty. I, we're going to read it. All right. So that is the completed list of the specific books I'm going to read. Now I'm going to start on the authors that I want to read from. I want to read a Mercedes Lackey book. I own a couple of her trilogies. I own the first of the Elemental Masters. So I'm going to read something from her, depending on what I feel like reading. I want to read something from Rachel Aaron, Rachel Bach, either Fortune's Pawn, which is the first of her sci-fi trilogy, or The Spirit Thief, which was her first fantasy. Um, I want to read something from N.K. Jemisin. I will probably read Obsidian Gate, but I own several of her books, so... We'll see. It just makes most sense that I'd read Obsidian Gate, but I also didn't want to restrict myself. So, I mean, if you do read Obsidian Gate, we can do a episode on that. Or if you read 100,000 Kingdoms, because I'm going to read that one next year for my N.K. Jeminson book. Mm-hmm. Terry Pratchett, I want to read two different books from him. I want to read a Discworld book. I'm guessing it might be Feet of Clay. It might be Going Postal. It might be Equal Rights. I don't know yet. We'll see. 
but I'm going to read a Discworld book and I want to read uh, Dragons at Crumbling Castle. It's a middle grade or YA that he wrote. It's like one of three, but uh, Dragons at Crumbling Castle, it sounds so fun. <laughs> I want to read a Marie Lu book. I have several of hers, Legend, Sky Hunter, or possibly The Kingdom of Back. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I own both Legend and Sky Hunter, so we'll find out. So, who knows? <laughs> um, I want to read a Lee Bardugo book. Probably will be King of Scars because I don't know that there's any of her other books that I want to read. Because uh, I definitely don't want to read The Next Ninth House, so. Whoops. That's <laughs> fine. I'm going to read a Naomi Novik book. Uh, most likely the Golden Enclaves. I may or may not read His Majesty's Dragon. We'll see. I actually have read His Majesty's Dragon, but I don't remember it. So I'm just kind of like, technically it'll be a reread, but I don't remember it. So I don't think it counts as a reread. <laughs> I want to read a Redwall book. Most likely it will be The Sable Queen, but I have several that I haven't read. So, you know, I will be reading a Frederick Bachman book. Most likely, Britt Marie was here. I want to read a Gail Carriger book. Most likely, it will be Imprudence, because that's the next one in the series that I have not finished. A Marissa Meyer book. Most likely, Cursed, which is the second Gilded book. We read Gilded this year, so that one should be coming out this next year. And then I want to read a Diana Wynne-Jones book. Either Castle in the Air or Fire and Hemlock, I'm thinking, because I own both of those. I want to read Noel Salazar's new book, uh, Angels of Harlem, which should be coming out theoretically this year sometime. And I want to reread A Man Called Uwe. So I just, I really, I wanted to reread Uwe and I never got a chance to this year. So I'm putting it on my list. So I do it this year because I really want to read it again. <laughs> it's just, it's such a good book. It is such it's a beautiful, beautiful book about aging and oh, I love it I love stupid a cat I love the cat so I think overall my goal is going to be 50 as of right now I'm sitting at 99 books I've read this year but I'm also I don't want to set my goal any higher than 50 because I don't want reading to become a stressor in my life it's something I enjoy and I don't want to feel like I have to read a reach a certain goal that's like pushing me to read so much and not end up enjoying what I'm reading, you know? Yep, I do. So I may bump my goal up again if I meet it really fast again, because this past year I set my goal at 60 and I met it really fast. So I bumped it up to 70. Uh, so I may do something like that again this year if I meet my goal that soon. But I'm also just kind of like, I read for the pleasure of reading and I don't want to make it a chore. So that's where I'm sitting. I think the things you say make sense to me. Well, that's good. I added some more books that you mentioned. <laughs> What's your, what are you up I'm to? I'm like, I want to read that one too. I want to add that to my list. What are you up to now? 79 books. <laughs> Oh, all right guys we're gonna take a quick break and we come back we're gonna explore my list see you guys in a second talk to you in a minute guys hi 
This is Leah Stuhler, creator and host of YA Book Chat Podcast. If you love reading young adult books and chatting about them with your friends, then head on over to my podcast and take a listen. Each episode, my guests and I chat about a different YA book. We start spoiler-free and then head into our spoiler section where we dive into the mysteries of each book. And we do it with laughs and fun along the way. You can listen to YA Book Chat on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to the show. Welcome back, guys. And we are going to dive right on into Mo's list because it's like twice as long as mine was. So tell us all about it, Mo. All right, everyone. So just a preference. So I like to have a good idea of the books I would like to read going into the year. By no way... I, I, I know my limit. I'm good at reading 50 books a year. That's like my average. I have 80 books to choose from. So that what gives me a 70% pass rate, which is fine. But I would like to try to stay as close to this list as possible because these are books that have really, for one, I own, or for two, have really spoken to me. And I'm like, I really want to read these and I want to dedicate more time reading to them. And reading does not stress me out. If I don't make the list, I don't make the list. I don't care. I'm sure other books will pop up that will just blow my list out of the water and that's fine. So I'm going to start, I'm going to kind of breeze through these and I may have put some names backwards. So I apologize if anyone who's listening is like, Mo, what the hell? That name is not, that's not how that name's supposed to be. Don't ask. I'm not sure what happened. Probably I'll explain my twins. That's what happened. <laughs> All right. So, um, of course, the majority of my list is going to be sci-fi fantasy. So um, there are 17 books I would enjoy reading in the sci-fi realm. They are Leviathan Wakes by James S.E. Corey, which is the first book of The Expanse, which is the same show that is on, I think, Prime. Uh, amazing show. Quite interested in reading the series. Rogue Protocol by Martha Wells, which is the third book of Murderbot's Diaries. Bendy by... Neity Oka 4, which of course Abby is going to read as well. Skyward by Brandon Sanderson, which Abby has read, so expect an episode. Fortune's Pond by Rachel Bach. The City of Brass by S.A. Chakrabordi. The Calculating Stars by Mary Robert Qual. Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir, which by the way, Andy Weir is an amazing author. If you've not read The Martian, highly recommended. Um, Snow Crash by Neil Stephenson. The Library at Mount Shar by Scott Hawkins. A Little Hatred by Joe Abercrombie. The Long Way to an Angry Small Planet by Becky Chambers. I love the title. I'm like, yes. <laughs> um, Station Eleven by Emily Mendel St. John. Got that name backwards. Vicious by V.E. Swab. Illuminati by Amy Kaufman and Star Daughter by Shivda Takrar, which Abby just mentioned, which also I didn't realize that was on my list. I'm like, why does that book sound familiar? Because Mo is on your list. Seriously, Mo. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> All right. Breezing into our fantasy. So A Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Suave. The reason why I got two Suave books, I actually got three on here now, um, is because I own Darker Shade of Magic. And by God, I'm going to read the things I own this year. Ink and Bone by Rachel Kane. Gideon the Ninth by Timson 
Moore, The Merciful Crow by Margaret Owen, which Abby mentioned she's going to read this, the second book in that series, so expect an episode on the first book. These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong, The Hundred Thousand Kingdoms by N.K. Jemison, The Lord of Demons by Evan Winter, if it's out, currently not out yet, Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Klune, We Hunt the Flame by Hassa Fazel, A Wizard of Ursi by Ursula K. Lagoon which I'm excited because I know it's a classic fantasy, which, of course, I did read Kindred by Octavia Butler, which is also a classic fantasy, which I didn't love. So we're trying again, trying a different classic fantasy. House of Hollow by Crystal Sutherland. Nevernight by Jay Kristoff. The Iron Widow by Xianran J. Zhao. The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. The Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bully. Irony and Roses by T. Kingfisher, which is a beauty and beast retelling, which really excites me because it's an adult retelling. So when we get further in the list, I have a YA fairy tale retelling section, just so you know. (laughs) The Blade Itself by Joe Abercrombie. So I have two Abercrombie books on here. One fantasy, one sci-fi. We'll see how it goes. And um, as we were making this list, uh, well, as Abby was talking about her list, I added Gods of Jade and Shadow by Sylvia uh, Montreux Garcia. So those are 18 fantasy novels I would like to read. Um, We're going to roll right into urban fantasy. I have seven urban fantasy novels on my list. I have Magic Vice by Kate Daniels. I have Ink and Signal by Kevin Hearn. The Final Girl Support Group by Grady Hendrix, which is a recommendation by my friend Teresa. Soul Taken by Patricia Briggs, which is not out yet. Risen by Benedict Jacka, which is the final book in the Augsburg series. And I am freaking out because I own it. I've had it. And I don't know. It's like bringing yourself to read the final book of a series and closing that chapter. Like, like tears your heart out. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. That's why I'm taking so long reading the rest of the Redwall books. Cause I'm like, this is it. This is all there is. I have to make this last as long as possible. I totally get it. I, I don't know, man. Uh, well, I'll let you know how it goes. I'll give you some updates. Okay. City of Ghosts by Victoria Suave, which came from Kim, who, as you guys know, I like to do buddy reads with and Agents of Light and Darkness by Simon R. Green. I wrote that real bad. That's a recommendation from my husband. Um, and it's a second book in the Night Side series. I read the first Night Side series. Stop laughing. Sorry, I just read it. <laughs> she spelled it Simmer. I, I don't know what happened. The typing just died halfway through, okay? <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Please continue. Here, I'm fixing it. By the way, guys, I will make sure that there's a copy, a PDF copy of this. If you guys would like my PDF copy of the books I'm reading, you also can look on my Goodreads and look at my 2022 TBR list. It's literally labeled 2022 to read. I'm super like creative in my titling, I know. Anyway, but yeah. And I mean, if I go on a road trip with Nate, honestly, we'll probably read uh, the second Dark Towers book by Stephen King. Which I guess I could add to this list because it's probably a guaranteed read. I won't do that. I might add it later, guys. Anyway, more than likely, I'm going to go on a road trip with my husband and we're going to read that book together. So expect me to read the second Dark Tower book by Stephen King as well. For YA thrillers, I have Stalking Jack the Ripper by Carrie Minsalco. Great, great name. Can't pronounce crap. That's from one of my friends, Ari, recommended it. And I'm super excited because I found that book in the little library and I snagged it right up. 
The Final Gambit by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, which is not out yet. And of course, I do plan on reading that with Kim once again. Flowing into YA fantasy, I have eight books. A Song of Brass and Ruin by Rosanna A. Brown. So remember, Abby's going to read the second one. I'm reading the first one. Alana, The First Adventure by Tamara Price. So these, it is a recommendation. It's a very old recommendation by my friend Frankie. I know she has gifted me several books by this author, along with Diana Wynne-Jones, who's next, The Dark Lord of Durkholm, which I think I might own that book. I would go look at my bookshelf by Diana Wynne-Jones. So those are two YA fantasies. The Girl Who Drank the Moon by Kelly Barnhill. The Golden Enclaves by Naomi Novik, which is not out yet. But you know, I'm going to be freaking out about that book. The Prison Healer by Lynette Nani, which is recommended by Bethany from the Prince Pie Fan Pod podcast. So... She mentioned that one at during something that we talked and I don't know when that happened. I was like, good. I'll read that book. Oh my gosh. Um, the Dragon's Promise by Elizabeth Lim, which Abby also is going to read. It's not out yet. Uh, and then I added Sky Hunter by Marie Lou. Well, Abby talked about it. And I'm like, oh, I want to read that too. Good job, Mo. Flowing right down into YA fairy tale retelling. So this whole section is fairy tale retellings. Dorothy Must Die by Daniel Page. So I, I watched a interview between her and Marissa Meyer. And I was like, wow, Dorothy Must Die sounds like super interesting. So I added to my list. Um, a Spindle Splintered by Alexi Haro, which remember she wrote uh, um, 10,000 Doors of January and The Once and Future Witches. So hoping that this will be good. Cursed, which is not out yet, by Marissa Meyer. Thorn by Itisar Kalani. Little Thieves by Margaret Owen. Again, these are all books I'm reading with Abby. So um, Skin of Sea by Natasha Bowen and House of Salt and Sorrows by Aaron A. Krieg. The Wrath in the Dawn by Renee Adia. Uh, one, the, like, there's literally only two books on this list. I'm not reading with Abby. And The House with the Chicken Legs by Sophie Anderson be fair i have read the webtoons version of the wrath and the dawn so i kind of already have read the book and dorothy must die does sound interesting <laughs> so if they magically end up being read you might hear about those too um we also have so now we're going to jump into magical realism the seven and a half deaths of evelyn hardcastle by stuart hardcast by stuart hardcastle I don't think that's right. I don't think <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm like, have you been murdering your uh, spouse? Let's find out real fast. No, by Stuart Turton, not Hardcastle. That's much better. And I do own that one. Okay. Um, and then going into, so that's just one book for magical realism this year. Going into humor slash chiclet, which I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Britt Marie was here by Frederick Bachman, which was recommended by Ronnie and Elizabeth from our book club. The Kiss Quotent by Helen Huang, which just sounds delightful. The Lost and Found Bookshop by Susan Wiggs. Meet Me at the Museum by Anne Youngson. And The Reading List by Sarah Nisha Adams. So I also, in my head, this list is also my book club recommendations list. So my goal is to pitch these to my book club and hopefully we'll end up reading them so I can like check them off my list. I'm going to read historical fiction, 13 novels on that one. The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek by Kim Michelle Richardson, recommended by Dana from our book club. Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid, which was recommended by my friend Lindsay. 
do, 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 do. I'm going to add that so I don't forget. Um, Lindsay is also a twin mom who's a very avid reader who got me to buy AirPod Pros because they are magical. When you have children and you have to stop, you just click it or you pop it out and it stops your book and holds your place. I love it. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which also was recommended by Lindsay. The Book of Lost Friends by Lisa Wingate, which is a Ronnie recommendation. The Lilac Girls by Martha Hal Kelly. Where the Crawdads Sing by Diala Owens. Bought by my friend Liz, recommended by Elizabeth. The Personal Librarian by Marie Benedict. I'm really excited about this one because it's the about J.P. Morgan's personal librarian. I'm like, ooh, this sounds very interesting. The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna, also recommended by, by Lindsay. Guys, I have a lot of Lindsay recommendations this year, apparently. <laughs> um, the Great Circle by Maggie Shipston. The Last Bookshop in London, which is a World War II novel, which I know I'm kind of burnt out on, but it's called The Last Bookshop in London by Madeline Martins. I mean, it, ha- it has to be great, right? It has the word bookshop in it. It has to be. That's, that's pretty much why I bought it, yeah. Um, <laughs> The City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert, which is one I'm super excited about. I kind of want to highlight that one. Hold on. Let me pull up my description of it. Like every time I come across it, I'm like, man, I cannot wait to read that one. It is a unique love story set in New York City theater world during the 1940s, told from perspective of an older woman as she looks back on her youth with both pleasure and regret, but mostly pleasure. And I'm like, oh, well, might be a little risque there. Hopefully it doesn't kill me. Um <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of, like I said, like, I'm excited to read it, but also it says it's probably going to be like an adult book in the sense of City of Girls explores the themes of female sexuality and proscimity, 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 promiscuity, no, promiscuity, sure, yeah, and true love, so I'm like, ooh, I'm like, dang it, but Essentially, it's going to follow a wannabe actress and living in the 40s. And I'm just like, man, it just sounds so interesting. And I really, I really hope it is. It has like amazing reviews. Mm, I can't wait. The Giver of Stars by Jojo Moyes, which is recommended by my other, another twin mom friend named Anne Marie. And Angel of Harlem by Noelle Salazar, which, of course, is not out yet, but I cannot wait because I love Flight Girls. Mm-hmm. And another book I'm really excited about. So I have like one, one nonfiction true crime book on my list that just keeps creeping up on me. It's called The Feather Thief by Kirk Wallace Johnson. And listen, on a cool evening in 2009, after performing a concert in London's Royal Academy of Music, 20-year-old American flautist Edwin Rist boarded a train for a suburban outpost of the British Museum of Natural History, home to one of the largest bird collections in the world. The museum was full of rare bird specimens whose gorgeous feathers were worth staggering amounts of money to the men who shared Edwin's obsession. The Victorian art of salmon flout fly tying. So, you know, a fly tying, like... um fly fishing so once inside museum the champion fly tire grabbed hundreds of bird skins some collected 150 years earlier by contemporary darwin's um alfred russell wallace who risked everything to gather them and escaped into the darkness so two years later kirk wallace johnson was waist high in the river of northern new mexico when his fly fishing tie told him about the heist he was so consumed by the strange case of the feather thief what would possess a person to steal dead birds? 
had Edwin paid the price for his crime, what became of the missing skins? In search for his answers, Johnson was cat- catapulted into a year-long worldwide investigation, the gripping story of a bizarre and shocking crime in one man's re- relentless pursuit of justice, the Federal thief, is also a fascinating exploration of obsession and man's destructive instinct to harvest the nature of beauty. That definitely sounds like something that's right up your alley. I know, right? I was like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I want to get it as an audiobook because I think, it, well, I'm probably gonna try to get it from the library. I don't think I want to own it per se, but I'm really excited about it. Yeah, like that does not sound at all interesting to me, but that sounds right up your alley. <laughs> They're like, yeah, great, cool. <laughs> anyway, so everyone, I hope that's okay that I breeze through the titles and the names again. I want to drop my list so you can pull it whenever you want to. And I will drop my list as well. Let me just verify I did not magically add anything else while we were talking because I, I need to not. Okay, good. This list says 80. My Goodreads list says 80. So I'm going to lock in these titles as my 80 titles that I'm going to read. Again, I'm going to probably be pitching my magical realism, the humor chiclet, and historical fiction to my book club. So I hope I can be like, guys, let's read these books because it's on my list. And again, if I don't make it, that's fine. But these are the books I'm really excited about to read this year. I am feeling like my theme this year is going to be very much sci-fi. I'm really in the mood for space battles. Like I read, I can't remember, literally last week we talked about this. I can't, I read a lot of fiction last year, which is fine. I like fiction, but I really like sci-fi and fantasy. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone, that is our 2022 goal list. I own 30 of these books of the 80 I want to read. And Abby and I have a really good mix, I think, uh, between ones that we either she has read or I have read or we're going to read together. So we should bring you some really great episodes next year. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. I'm going to get you to read The Feather Thief. Good luck. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you next week. Talk to you next week, guys. Bye. If you liked what you heard today and want to help us spread the book love, drop us a rating or review on the app you use, or share the episode post on your preferred social media. Everything helps. You can also check out our Patreon for some awesome perks, like access to our mini-series, a monthly guaranteed episode poll, and much more. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter under the name The Book Life Podcast. If you'd like to contact us directly, you can email us at thebooklifepodcast at gmail.com. The song is Theme for an Unmade Anime by C8 Benoit from their album Dominique. You can find them on Instagram at C underscore A underscore B-E-N-O-I-T. That's C-A Benoit. And on Spotify under their name, Katie Benoit. Thanks for listening. Till next time.